Hello everyone and welcome to Busy Making Other Plans. I know we missed last week's episode, but it was for a special reason. It is because this episode was just so amazing and a lot of thought had to go into it that uh, you know, we needed a week buffer. And so I am so happy to introduce these people to you all. As some of you may already know, I did an exchange at the University of Barcelona in my third year. And quite frankly, it was the best semester of my life. You'll, you'll learn more about it today. Like you're going to hear all about it. But um, it, if it wasn't for these two, uh, I don't think my time would be as amazing as it was. So I would like to introduce to you my roommates, Vicky and Luisa. Hello. Hi. <laughs> hey, guys. So I really want to start with an introduction so that the audience knows exactly who you guys are. Um, so you know what, Luisa, why don't we just start with you? Why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? Okay, so hi everyone, and thank you, Ashley, for for doing this and giving us the opportunity to experiment with the podcast thingy that's a bit yeah, new that's to me, true. and I think to that's true. I'm Luisa. I'm 23 years old. I'm from Guatemala. If you don't know where Guatemala is, well, it's in Central America, just above Mexico. And uh, I studied in Barcelona my bachelor's degree, and now I'm going to start doing my master's. So, yeah, we lived with Vicky and Ashley, and we had an amazing time together. Yeah, no, it Vicky, was awesome. introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky? Um, yeah, my name is Vicky. I'm from Zimbabwe. I'm from Harare. Um, Zimbabwe is in southern Africa. Yeah, I met Ashley and Luis in Barcelona. It was a good time, to be honest. It really was. Um, Seems like ages ago. I was, dude, it does. And anyway, I was doing my second year um, in hospitality management, and we stayed together in the same apartment. Yeah, so that's how all of us met. Yeah, it's and I'm so happy you guys also shared like the locate the general location of like where you guys are from because like quite honestly there's like a lot of people who don't know geography. I don't know if you guys saw that video of like this guy asking Americans. He asked like where's Guatemala and someone was like isn't that like in Texas or something like that and I was like what? <laughs> Sorry, but fuck people. People need to, to study more, coño. <laughs> no, it's true. A lot of North Americans don't know geography. I would say Canadians are oh better than Americans. No. I, the reason why I also kind of explained where Zimbabwe is, because I heard I was hearing Luisa's introduction. You know, podcast is new to me as well. I don't even know. So I was kind of going with her flow, like what she said. I'm like, oh, you're, you're right. Yeah. You know, like, wow, this is international. You're from somewhere else. And okay, fine. Let's introduce ourselves then. <laughs> No, it's true. Well, because every guest I've had so far, we've all lived here. So it's like very new and exciting to talk to someone else from like a different part of the world. Um, and so, yeah, I'm like really happy you guys kind of shared that. And so, you know, I'm going to like dive into kind of like how we became friends. So it's actually quite interesting because the apartment I was staying at, it was uh, it was owned by an agency called Inadet. And um <laughs> we have mixed feelings about that. We could, we'll talk about that. But basically, Vicky um, was already there when I first moved in. But like Vicky and I weren't friends when I initially moved in. I think there was like a lot of tension at the beginning. I just kind of, Vicky, tell tell me your experience when you first met me. Um, uh, I think I think 
you were one of the young kids in the house and like you were always going out, I guess. And I don't know, maybe because I didn't know you, I just kind of thought like, you know, you're just busy doing your own thing and any chance you get, you won't be home. Like, okay, I'm leaving, got to go with a friend. Okay, going to go to the grocery store with this person. Like you're so active, so I couldn't keep up with you. So. <laughs> I was just like, wow, she's a busy body. But then, yeah, I actually got to know you and you're pretty cool, so... We had good times. Yeah. I remember, like, it was, like, um, this one afternoon, like, we went to uh, Park City to Della, and we we did the, the boat. Remember the paddle boat? Oh, yeah, remember yeah, I do, I do. Yeah. It was quite affordable. It was it quite was, yeah. We, we actually lived our best lives in Barcelona on a budget. I can't say we did anything fancy in terms of, like, oh, this, but we actually had a good time, and I don't think we spent that much money. No, it was so cheap. And like we would buy a bottle of wine, like the three of us every single night, and we would just drink it all. I remember those bottles were cheap. Louisa was literally the... I remember when I came and Louisa's not saying anything. I can see her, but like she's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Louisa say something. Okay, I'm gonna talk about my how much was the wine, Louisa? <laughs> yeah, tell us about your first impression of So food. I just moved. I remember I just moved to the apartment. The apartment was super big. I didn't see anyone. So I was like, hmm, weird, you know. Then like two days later, <laughs> it was like nine and I hear someone screaming. Like, hey, guys, I'm home. <laughs> like, what? You know, because I'm not that <laughs> that happy of a person. So I was like, who, who, who's this? Who's this? Where, where am I? Am I in the right in the right place? If you don't know her, you might just think like, Wow, where did oh you get God. this energy, girl? Like, what? <laughs> exactly. So I was like, oh, my God, this girl is too energetic. Next day, we went for a coffee. You know, we talked, chill. Then we became friends, and we had an amazing time. The energetic girl became my main hoe. Yeah. Yeah, that was our group name. It's, it's literally our group chat name is Main Hose. That was, honestly, anyone who knows me knows that's literally, like, that was like the an accurate description of like how I come into a place. I'm like, hey guys, hey ho. Like I just do that. I am I am loud and energetic. But you know what? I feel like it balances the energy in the group. So, you know, very, very high up, very good upside. Um, but yeah, let's like talk about our apartment. So we were like both lucky and like not lucky because our apartment was so huge. Like, guys, like literally, like that apartment in Toronto would be like $10 million. I swear to God. It's it was huge. Like you know, in the we didn't like the place that much, but we honestly, I I can say you can appreciate it more when you're not there. That place was hella beautiful in terms of the location. Maybe certain things weren't good, but like in terms of if you were to stay there with the people that you wanted, in terms of the location as well, that was pretty much in the center of Barcelona, like maybe ten minutes away from the center. And we didn't really use public transport that much because we were right there. That apartment was Oh, it was we should have had more good times. I'm telling you. Yeah. Telling you. I mean, I remember I like to use your um your balcony, Vicky, because like I love a good balcony and it was like so nice to get the sun. But like that place was really, really beautiful. Um, One thing, though, that I like want to like dive into is the fact that like some cons of that place would be like the fact that there was a screaming man every single night. At 2 a.m. Oh, my God. We couldn't sleep. No. It was like the nursing home that was like underneath us or something. Yes. 
Yes, there were old people that were staying underneath or whatever it is. Just like yeah, like two floors down. Was, was there were I don't know if he was mentally ill or something like that. But I remember towards the end that I don't know if it was how long was it for? Was it three weeks or two weeks? Oh, it was more. But there was just a man who was screaming. No, it was the whole time we were there for like what four months. It was like. And if he's still alive, he probably still screams. You know? Remember, it literally made Sophie literally moved out because of it. <laughs> yeah, because she was under him. Like, imagine. Yeah. The place is haunted, you know, like you're chilling, having a good time, and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he screamed like that. Exactly. And remember, that elevator was so ancient, so you would think that, you know what, this place is getting creepy. <laughs> It was nice and ancient, like it used to work. But I really like the elevator, though. Those that was, that was super cool. Like the two doors, you kind of go inside, then you close it, then you go up. It was working, functioning, but like it's just an old-fashioned yeah. style. Like with that screen. What floor one. did we use to live? Like fourth, no fifth. That means two, right? Like it's fourth, but technically two or something. Yeah, like three or something. It's like a floor zero or something. Floor. Yeah, it was like odd. But like, yeah, that elevator was sick. So like just to like explain what it looked like, um, it was like one of those old time elevators where you have to open the door and it looks like an actual door with a handle. And then you have to close it and only like one or two people would fit, maybe three. And you'd have yeah. to pick the floor. And it basically like would tow its way up to that floor. And guys, like, now I don't know maybe it's like because COVID and stuff but now when I look at it like you were really close to like the other person <laughs> in that elevator because it was so small mm. but not many people stayed there as such to say that like we'd ever be cranked up in the elevator you know yeah like people would also Some like people wait. at least it's not like a crowded building it's just like a I don't know yeah. it's the place I guess I would take the stairs down though the stairs down and then like the elevator up because you know I'm lazy like that but it was a cool apartment yeah I liked mm -hmm. how big it was the like vibe was really nice like it's definitely not like a it wasn't like a modern apartment but I don't think many apartments in Barcelona are like modern per se like the way in Toronto it is because like the beauty is the history and like the infrastructure so I kind of miss that but still, I feel like our apartment was was very modern. Eh? Oh, compared to to normal apartments, our was like super renovated. The living room, like you know, it had a lot of light, so it wasn't that old. Like yeah, it's old maybe compared to Toronto, but usually Barcelona apartments are ooh la la too old. Yeah, no, I think the inside that was very well decorated. Um, and the windows and the windows were really nice. I will say that I, I like that part. And again, you'll never like get space like that in Toronto, like ever. I feel like that just like is not a thing. So I like was really happy that we got blessed with that. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, some issues we ran into were the fact that like our agency literally didn't want to do shit for us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, so should we talk about? Should we talk in detail about this? Or totally, not? we need to dive into this. Oh, she's like totally, Hansi. Let's do this. Yeah. So you know, our agency. <laughs> oh my god! When Vicky went to the agency. Ooh, oh no. <laughs> some tea there. Okay, so let's start off. Dude, wait. With an intro. So basically, there was this one guy. I think he. His name was Augustine, and 
He was the secretary. I think he was a secretary or something for our agency. So he was like the person who like dealt with like the issues, ran like the Facebook wall or whatever. And the person you'd contact. But what wasn't there? There wasn't toilet paper. There wasn't what? Like, uh, what were our complaints? Because clearly, because we're like, oh la la, it means there's an yeah. issue. So, what are these complaints that we with the agency? Like, I think a person had to come clean the house like once a week. They wouldn't come. Like, they would be like, no, we're coming next week and we wouldn't have toilet paper. And the thing, the problem is that if you already say you provide these services, it's not like we want maids, take in mind, like, these are a standard, like, as soon as you come, this is not what you're used to. That was part of the agreement. If it's your system and that's what you, like, do, like, maintain that, yeah, exactly. And so there would be like no like, um, what was it like laundry detergent or like the toilet paper or like the cleaning. And like, I think our, okay, first of all, like we never expected the cleaning ladies to like do our dishes, but then she was always complaining about the dishes and it's like, True. not your business. And remember, she stole from you guys. No, but then the thing is that it's, it's not even about like complaining about the dishes. When you're staying in an apartment with different people, like yes, we get along, but there are other people. Um, for everyone else, like this was a huge apartment, maybe like nine bedrooms, so we all had our rooms and we kind of shared the kitchen and the main spaces, so people can understand. So yeah, some people get along, and then other people just to themselves or whatever it is. And let's be honest, when it comes to cleaning duties, that is a mess. Oh, yeah. But we I even think had a schedule, guys. Remember, like, Monday, Luisa cleans. So it was now a combination of, like, the cleaning ladies not coming from the company and none of mm-hmm. us, like, want to, you know. Yeah, exactly. When there's, like, so many people living in one place. But, yeah, so basically that was, like, the issue. And then... I don't know, like, there seemed to, like, be issues with every time we'd bring up something, like, he would not respond or, like, would give, like, a snooty response. And then it's like, dude, like, you can't say that because we know shit about you. So, like, <laughs> Luisa, please carry on with the story. Okay, so this Agustin guy was from Argentina, so sorry, but he was, like, flirting with everyone. So before I moved to the apartment with with Vicky and Ashley, I used to live in an, in another apartment with, like, the same agency, but it was a different apartment, you know? So I came to the, um, to the up to the, what you say, agency when I just arrived to Barcelona, and then this guy gives me his number. He's like, anything you need, tell me. And he's, like, acting too nice, you know? He starts texting me. He's like, maybe we can go out. So I'm like, okay, yeah, but because, like, honestly speaking, he wasn't that, he was a bit handsome, you know? So I was like, okay, let me go out. So we went out, and then, you know what he wanted, but I was like, no, okay, so I left him. And then I hear my other roommate from the other apartment, like, no, eh, Agustin comes here, you know, we have our things. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's wrong with this man? Then I come to the apartment with Vicky and Ashi, and I hear the same stories, Vicky, tell us your your perspective, cause you you also experienced this. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just checking if I have a baby. By the way, now that was one of our last things that we we're gonna say. So I'm just checking if he's awake. Yeah. So the thing is that, like, if you have a company, you have to be professional. Hey, you really do. And 
the thing of like dating people that you're like the clients and all that that's that's not really proper and when you're like now hitting on every student that comes to stay there it now makes you a pervert it just makes you like a bit weird like okay fine pick one and then be serious with that one but now if you're going to do it with like every person and even just hitting on them or texting them you're at work excuse me if that was my company i'd be so mad you better be serious at work right exactly and like, so what had ended up happening is he, Louisa, did he sleep with your friend or did they hook up or something? Yeah, he was sleeping with my friend all the time and with like all the other clients, you know, because like in Edith, the company owned, let's say what, 20 apartments. Mm-hmm. So that makes like what, um, 150 girls. So yeah, I swear he was sleeping with the 150 girls, and as Vicky say, says zero professional. And then like what really pissed us pissed us off is that he didn't like okay he was doing all of this okay, it's bad but you know, like he was also ignoring our requests. And yeah. So this is what like really made us mad, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. It wasn't acceptable, his attitude at all. I think we also even complained about the screaming old man. And we were like, dude, like, this is your like investment. Like, He would laugh. He would laugh at us. I remember that he would laugh. Where were they going to put the screaming man? Please let me know if it's a whole retirement home. (laughs) They shouldn't have an apartment there. Yes, it's a good location, but they should have also considered if there's a retirement home at the bottom. Totally, Because generally, like, you can't stop those people. Like, even if wherever else they go, the people there will be complaining. But at least if you want to share a building with them, you have to know that, hey, don't be irritated. There's a screaming, there's screaming people here. They sometimes go crazy. Just expect someone weird in the elevator. Like, expect that. They need to say something like that. No, totally. It sucks. It's like if you get a house and you find out, like, the next door, there is, like, a like a crack house. And you're like, what is you told me? Yeah, exactly. You should have told me. <laughs> But no one's gonna say. No one's gonna say like, hey, where you're about to stay, it's haunted, and, and you're like, but it kind of already has haunted. Yeah. So he was like a mess, and so one day, basically, we were just like so fed up with his bullshit and like not answering texts or not doing like what we wanted. So like Vicky and like Vicky just like did all three of us go to the agency? Was it, I can't remember. No, I think it was. Was it just Vicky? She went with another girl. I remember. So tell me what you did, Vicky. Crap. And. We ended up telling the agency about Augustine and like we made it clear. Someone made it clear. He was fired. We made it clear like, hey, don't we're like, you know, like we don't want to fire him. But like it was also her business, the woman who owned the agency and she fired him. He was fired. He was fired. So are you saying we're the reason that he got fired? Did we fire someone? What was her name? Like Laya or something like that. Laya was like, yeah, she literally fired him. And then Augustine test text me like what did you tell her i'm like i i didn't even go like don't involve me and then he's like yeah but ask your friend what exactly did no he's the reason he got fired it's his acts you know we didn't do anything we just (laughs) got tired of his nonsense exactly no it was just very unprofessional i feel like you can't like go around acting that way and like expect to like not have any repercussions anyway so that was like really funny but like he was acting so chill like after he was like oh yeah whatever like got fired uh it's okay it's like all right cool buddy um anyway so (laughs) that happened but um you know beyond our house life like we did have like an actual like 
social life. And so um, I really want to talk about like the night scene in Barcelona because it's so, so different um, there than it is in Toronto. I don't know about like in Zim and Guatemala as well, but like it's so crazy because like you don't go to the club until two in the morning. So like it was just so fun because like you could literally take a nap at like nine, wake up at like 10, get ready, pre and then go out. And like now that I'm back in Toronto, it's like I'm a granny and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Like uh, I need to like get ready at like 7 p.m. and then go out. And I'm thinking, oh, but like 9 or 10, that means I'm out until like 12. But I, I want to go to bed. And it's just like a lot of work. But back then it was just a, a lifestyle. Like you wouldn't get tired of like the hustle and like everything just was starting later. And I think it worked well for a lot of people's schedules because then you'd wake up at like noon and then you'd have like the afternoon to do things. Spain is different. I don't know if you can elaborate on that, Ashley, but oh, Luisa. Hello, my boy. What's it called? I don't know if you can elaborate on that because uh, I don't know, that whole siesta thing that like in the afternoon there's an hour of nap or something like that. And everything closes for two hours. Exactly. You know, things are always, like, for example, let's say banks. Banks in my city open from, what, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day, even on Saturdays. But in Spain, they open. Hi. Hi, hi, Vicky just brought her baby onto the screen. Kimani, he's so cute. Smiliest baby. Literally, like, always happy. (laughs) So, yeah. Um... So, for example, banks open from what? From 8 to 12 p.m. And then they close and open again at 4, from 4 to 6 or something. In Barcelona, They don't open Fridays. So, you know, everything's like this. Everything's so slow. I feel, I don't want to offend anyone. Sorry if Spanish people are listening to this. But I think that Spanish people are lazy. Lazy, sorry, but everything's so slow here in Europe. Maybe it's that I'm used to to a life that's quick. It's like different. Yeah, for sure. I know. I remember I went to like the bank at like 2 p.m. or something and it was like closed. And I'm like, what? Why would it be closed? Now it makes you, I'm so sorry, tired. Like, you're like, what? In the afternoon, I have to nap. Like, I guess I might as well nap. Like, force me to nap. The time that they open is a bit inconvenient, to be honest. Like, we could have been having so much fun before. Like, maybe... um seven eight like having snacks or whatever it is and pre-drinks and then what's it called okay then maybe that's a bit too early around at least 10 11 12 those are crucial hours what do you mean you're closed 10 11 12 and then you start around two like i'm tired <laughs> i'm tired like now i'm forced and i don't know how does louisa feel about the nightlife louisa loves the nightlife nightlife Guys, but I'm more serious now. Like, yeah, before I used to party a lot, a lot, a lot. I think nightlife in Barcelona is the best nightlife you will find. Like in Europe, you know, Barcelona, everyone comes to party. Um, There are so many clubs. You can find like a party every day. Mm -hmm. You can party from Monday to Sunday nonstop. But, you know, now with Corona, now I, I still live in Barcelona, you know. So for me, Barcelona is not the same now because no more tourists. Clubs are no longer open. You know, Barcelona was a, exactly. a night city. There was mm-hmm. a lot of nightlife every day. Now it's dead. So, yeah, that, that's a bit sad, but 
We used to party, not a lot, you know, but we, we went to clubs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went more, but like us together. Uh-huh, us together, I mean. Yeah, us together. We, To be honest, the time that we actually now started clicking, the three of us, we had like, what, maybe two months together. So it's sad yeah. that it was cut short, but we realized late that we were super good people. And then, yeah. Maybe we didn't go clubbing a lot, but we did a lot of things home. You know, we drank sangria. We went to the mountain. We went to Costa Brava. Exactly. Um, we go see, we, what was his name? The guy at the bar underneath us? Kenneth. <laughs> Galicia. Remember Galicia? Exactly. Galicia is a nice place. That's the, um, what would you call it? Cafe downstairs or what would you call that? Yeah, it was like a restaurant, a bar restaurant. Not a bar, a restaurant, you know, mainly for tourists. They sell Spanish food, good sangria. And the waiter was like super nice with us. He would always say hi. Oh, he was great. It was amazing. I missed him. Like when I was leaving, I was like, I told him, I'm like, I'm going to miss you, Kenneth. I really am. Because he was just a good conversation. (laughs) No, that was really good customer service that Kenneth gave. I'm sure he's like flourishing now because it's been a couple of years no he was really nice and that service was great that's why we went there yeah and it was like fun to just sit. i know I, I remember the one this one time i was like coming back from the gym and like luisa like was fa- you, uh, luisa and you were together i think at bar galicia and like luisa was facetiming drinking me, drinking and then she's oh. like where are you i'm like oh, i'm walking home she's like i'm in bar galicia come join i'm like okay so i like walk home i just see her and they're drinking I don't know. Uh, you were probably with her, Vicky, but there have been plenty of times where I just see Luisa there alone. Yeah, Vicky was mm-hmm. with me. I remember that day. I remember that day. Yeah, yeah. So it was convenient to have that underneath us. Um, but yeah, no, nightlife, like just going back, touching on nightlife. Oh, and there's a time that we did afternoon stuff as well. So it's not like we just explored the nightlife. We have like a wide range of stuff. Remember when we went to Sieges? Yeah. <gasps> Beaches. Dude, I... On the beach. And you know, we got posted. Like, I personally am black. So I got black ur. Like, I was super dark that day. And, yeah, we were just, like, day drinking. And, like, we were being fried by the sun. We were so dehydrated. Too much sun. Oh, we know. Yeah. You guys, like, let's just talk about the punctuality. Because I remember that we left at different times to go to Sidges. It was me and Anne Sophie. And we were all supposed to go together. We were going to take the bus. Exactly. We were going to take the bus. But Vicky forgot her glasses or something. She forgot something. So Vicky was like, no, I have to go get them. The bus was coming in, what, two minutes? So I was like, okay, Vicky, I'm going to stay with you. And then you guys went and Vicky and I, what, we went to pick her things and then we, we took the train or something. No, we took the train. Yeah, you guys came back. You guys came like, I think, two hours later or something. You got there. But yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, so Luisa and Vicky, the punctuality, <laughs> it ain't there. But you guys, I was so like jealous that you guys like were having so much fun. Like you guys came, but like I feel like I was with Anne Sophie most of the time, just laying in the sun. But you guys were like so lit, and you guys came with like all you guys came like already drunk. I swear, and we were drinking in the train. I remember the train was super full. We had our sangria prepared. It was amazing. Eh? Luisa, stop touching your laptop. It makes a noise. 
But yeah, what else did we do? We also went to, to Tosa de Mar, that's in Costa Brava. Ooh la la, paradise, my favorite place in the entire world. I swear, if you come to Spain, Tosa de Mar, it's a must. Dude, my most favorite. I went there again. Remember when that time I visited two years ago? Um, yeah, I came back two years ago with like Morgan and my ex-boyfriend. And Tosa de Mar, still just as beautiful. Um, I think I had like a lot of fun with you guys that day. It was like so, so great. And like that boat, remember we were like on the top of the boat, like. Dude, if we had more times like that, that life would be perfect, I'm telling you, because that was just like a perfect day. It's like so sad when you think about it because like we can never really recreate that time in our lives. Like I feel like like we've just moved forward. Like Vicky, you're a mom, you're a wife, um, you're busy. Louisa, you have a boyfriend now and you're um, like pursuing your master's. Exactly. Yeah, and then I'm like here and I have a full-time job. So it's like so crazy because- We have different lives, but our paths will like cross again. Hopefully, yeah. Zimbabwe one day. Yeah, we need to come to Zimbabwe. We love traveling. That's what we used to try and do the time that we could. And if we have more opportunities like that to travel, like, why not? Like, you know, if the time and everything is right and you say, come to Guatemala, like, why not? <laughs> I will come with Kimani, like, with everyone so that you can actually show us what your country is about. Like, tell us more. You know that place. And it also, I guess, um, encourages you to know more about where you stay, what you practice, what are the people like, what are places that you can show someone if they were to come, you know, and you can give us a detailed um, tour. You Like, you can literally be a tour guide and uh, it will be so much fun because we really know each other. Yeah. I want to come to Zimbabwe for, you're, you want to do a white dress wedding, right? Yeah. When you do that, work for me. It has to be planned. It has to be planned. Let's plan it first. Yeah, no, that's a plan here. And you know, the thing is that, like, when you visit a country, if you guys were to come here, you can't really come for like two, three days. It has to be a while. And each day we have to plan, like, what are we going to do on this day? What are we going to, like, it has to be an adventure way. When you go back home, you're like, that was an amazing time. Like, I know this once in a lifetime. Even when we come to Canada or Guatemala, I know Guatemala is beautiful. So, yo, when you come there, you have to plan. Like, we're not just coming there for no reason. And I know you're not just coming here for no reason. So definitely it'll be worth your while. Vicky, remember when you showed me the song Guatemala? I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> Ooh, that song is a hit. Man, I wish I lived, like, on the west coast of Canada now because if I did, like, you guys would just see Canada for, like, its beauty because there's the mountains, there's, like, the white, the blue water, the lakes are, like, crazy here, we have glaciers, um, yeah, the west coast is, like, Vancouver and Alberta and area, and it's just, like, super, super beauty, beautiful for, like, the nature, and then, like, I live in Toronto, which is, like, a bunch of skyscrapers, it's our, like, financial center, but there's also the mountain there, no? Oh, Blue Mountain. Because I went to I went skiing. Around. Yeah, but it's like not the same. I feel like the West is like way beautiful. Like the Blue Mountain here is like nothing to compare. Um, but yeah, but you know what? When you guys come visit me, I will create an itinerary. I love creating itineraries, and we will do a bunch of cool things. Ashley created an itinerary when we went to Tosa de Mar. I remember like, we created an itinerary. Yeah, I love doing that. And she was explaining us the history. It's so nice, I remember. Exactly. That's why I was saying, like, what better, 
you know, like you get the chance to do it yourself, Louis. So when you're telling us about your country and like you can't just invite us and then you're like, oh, okay, this is a fountain. Like elaborate, tell us like what about it and yeah. And when I went back to Barcelona like two years ago, I thought you were going to be there, Vicky. It was so sad when you were not because I'm like, ah, we're reunited. You guys then met. Tell us about your like date. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. I'm we here. just saw each other once, I think. No? Yeah, it was like once or maybe twice. Because I was going to Portugal the next day because my parents came to visit. So yeah, we had we had some drinks in a nice rooftop, I remember. What was the place called? It's a hotel, it's Iberostar, and it has a super nice rooftop at the top with a pool, and you can see all Plaza Catalunya, you can see the beat, the sea, so it's super nice. So yeah, I met Ashley's ex-boyfriend and her friend Morgan. We drank, it was a nice time, then I had to pick my parents up, and then I left to Portugal. Yeah. I know, and we, we saw each other, like we saw another time. We went to the beach mm. and we went to Carpe Diem or someplace like that. Oh, Remember? We, we oh, had yeah, a drink. We did. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We went to Carpe Diem, I think. Um, and we went to like have a drink. And I, I just had shopped a shirt and I left it and I lost it. Remember? Yeah, I remember. That's so funny. <laughs> I, honestly, when I think about like when I explain like moments that I had in Barcelona, it usually starts with we had a drink. We had drank some sangria bottle of wine like yeah oh my gosh guys remember those beach people who would be selling drinks sangria mojito mojito but the, the thing is that like the alcohol that is a question please can we talk about that yeah like you know sometimes um you drink and you get food poisoning or whatever it is and the problem is that because barcelona is a city and has lots of tourists like people are just coming in and yeah, you never really get the chance to complain that like, oh, the alcohol you gave me made me sick or whatever it is. But I feel like some of it is a mixture of in some places that are now naughty. But I don't know. I'm, I can't focus on what you're saying because I hear the rooster in the background. You have roosters? Yes, we have chickens. We have chickens. <laughs> amazing. What the heck? Do you So do you get eggs from them in the morning and stuff? Yeah, these ones make eggs and they're also ducks. They also have duck eggs they're slightly bigger but i wouldn't eat a duck egg but yeah dude that's crazy There's not much of a difference you live in that farm life yeah literally wow that's like that farm life <laughs> no literally like in zim your yard can be big enough to have your dogs or your chickens or your rabbits or whatever you have but not a cow or like a yeah um or like um a goat or a sheep you now need in a farm that's when you need a farm but in general uh, most people's yard sizes are enough to kind of like look after chickens if you want to or have dogs or domestic animals but no we don't have like goats or cows like in the yard you know like what is that noise they make like a roost a cockadoodle do what does the cockadoodle do mean um I don't know. It just makes it a different time, to be honest. I really don't know the details of it, but I know early in the morning as well, just like, hoo, hoo, hoo. I don't know what time it is right now. Let's see. It's um, three o'clock, this side. Yeah. I. You know what? I forgot to even mention like our time differences. So we actually started recording like at 7 a.m. in my time, 
Um, whereas in Barcelona, that's 1 p.m. And in Zim, that's 2 p.m. And I remember the first time we tried to record that, it was such a struggle because there was such a huge like difference in time. Um, so that was something that we, we had to keep in mind. And it's like so funny because it's like they're already like through their like halfway through their day and I'm just here like getting started. <laughs> But um, yeah, what were we talking about before? Oh, Vicky was talking about how the alcohol and the drinks they give you are shit sometimes. Yeah, they are shit. Sometimes they're very watered down. It's better to like get it from a bar. I mentioned that because of the guys that are now selling alcohol, like probably people are thinking like, wow, would you trust someone who's selling alcohol on a beach, like just walking with alcohol? How do you guys feel about that? Because those guys were literally just like mojito, mojito, and yeah. it's got alcohol. Like where was it mixed? Like I didn't even see you anything <laughs> no true some cheap ass stuff and like watered down but i think also it's kind of nasty when you think about it like i've definitely done it like i've bought a drink from them like truthfully but yeah, like when i think about it though like should i have guys who remembers when vicky got sick and we had to take her to the hospital in a wheelchair from the yes you cannot have like us the three of us together talking about our experience and not talk about that because i think somehow that actually made us closer yeah it made us closer dude i literally tell people that story all the time i swear to god i always tell people about the time where vicky was allergic to something and we didn't know what it was and we literally had to like wheelchair her down to the hospital yeah let's just let's talk about um so the night before we went out i think that was ace hood right the night before yeah that was ace no, 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 it was another no, night. No, isn't it was another it? It time because my friend was visiting. I remember you guys went part, to party, I don't know where. And then you came back? No, we came back early. The thing is that we came back early. We weren't really like drunk or anything like that. And we had food. So I don't know what food exactly, frozen pizza. And then here in Africa, someone who's listening, who's from there, knows that frozen food is not a thing. So it's like, why were you eating it? was your fault but you know <laughs> uh, and then meanwhile there's people in north america who are like what like all of my food is frozen so yo, I felt... so yeah and we had canned octopus and yes that was the problem we put octopus on a pizza like what <laughs> we put octopus on the pizza why did we do that uh... Maybe it was we probably so tipsy, I don't know, but we were fine. Yeah, we got home so early, but that was a stupid idea. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why. I don't know why I thought putting like what what was it called octopus on pizza was a good idea. I just do some funky things, but for some reason I convinced you, Vicky, that it would be a good idea <laughs> and that you should try it. <laughs> And then the next day was just like hell for you. Dude, no, that day was actually, I don't know what you guys were seeing, but yeah, if I was watching that, I would think like, whoa, is this person dying? Like, are they okay? Like, we're used to like laughing and being ourselves. And I'm like, uh, you know, like even thinking about the moment, I remember I was puking every, I don't know how many minutes. And how was the health? Okay, so the healthcare system in Spain, like it's 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 a public healthcare system. But I think the way it works is like you call and then they send a doctor first, and then, and you can correct me, but like our the doctor never came, right? And so that's why we had to like go to the hospital. I feel like the health system it's like too too saturated. Let's say there's too much people. So they're going to take the person that's dying first, you know, because mm -hmm. I remember like 
the ambulance came and then like I don't know why we didn't go on the ambulance so we took Vicky and then we were waiting and then the doctor was like yeah you have to wait wait and I'm like they had me on a wheelchair and we were actually just rolling crossing roads trying to get to the hospital and so we got to the we got to the hospital I remember and then um like we were like hey like can you please see her? And then the lady was like, no, she has to wait. But then we were like telling her like, she's dying, you know? So they passed Vicky. And then I remember the doctor saw Vicky on her phone and he's like, ah, no, you're not sick. And then we're like, what? What are you saying? Like, what? The I remember that. Yeah, they saw her on her phone and I think we were like making her laugh. <laughs> you not be on your phone. If you're dying, will you be on your phone? So we just went back home. Yeah, you know what? I forgot we forgot to mention where we got the wheelchair from. So we got it from our neighbors like next door who were nurses. From the old people because we actually had a retirement home that was close by. So that came in handy. It did. We should appreciate. Yeah. The second time around when we got home, um, then the nurse who lived next to us called the ambulance for Vicky and we actually went to a different hospital. And that was like also a long wait. And then it was just like I don't know. They didn't. They ended up needed like they could. Th- that specific hospital didn't take your insurance. Like it was very specific mm-hmm. to a different hospital, and we ended up like waiting it out. And then you went to another hospital the next morning. Um, but that whole like night was literally us like freaking out, waiting, running around. That was crazy, and also like um, I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, I was sick. That was pretty weird. That's like a mixture of definitely what we ate. I don't know if it was anything to drink or whatever it is. That was hectic. But um, I don't know. It's questionable. A lot of health systems are questionable. Like, how is it in Guatemala when someone is sick? How is it here when someone is sick? You know, people react differently. And I remember this one time I really thought I would mention this. Um I think I had um I had like a boil in my nose. You couldn't really see it, mm-hmm. but then I don't know if you guys were there or if it was before and you couldn't really see it, but it was so painful and inside you could actually tell that like, you know, this thing is growing and it's like gonna blow or whatever it is. So I called the doctor, hey, and he came and then he literally just put on his gloves, checked my nose, like, okay, yeah. Um, just checking, took off the gloves, like obviously looked with some other equipment, but very tiny equipment. And then he goes, he writes his prescription, he goes, oh no, you'd um, need to get this cream or whatever it is. Or I don't know what advice he gave me. Another thing in Spain is a language barrier. Mm-hmm. It's always good to practice a language when you go to their country, just know a few words because otherwise like you won't be talking and understanding each other. So I guess I was like, I don't know why we didn't resolve like, okay, hello, pop it, like pop it, it's inside my nose, I can't do it. So you came here for that, you're the doctor. And yeah, I ended up just, he ended up just swiping my card, 150 euros. And I'm just like, when he left, I was just like, okay. And I don't think he was fake. He wasn't fake. It's not like, oh, some that's generally how it is if you call for a service at home it's slightly more expensive because i don't know what the 150 was for but that was ridiculous because he didn't then pop it i then went to the doctor um to the hospital sorry and they did it they actually gave me morphine and that was my first time having it yeah that was crazy i actually did get sick abroad like um 
I think twice, which is often. Really? Eh? I actually don't think I, I don't think I got sick, but I think to, I think in comparison, like my lifestyle in Spain was actually more healthy than mine back home. And I think that's why like your lifestyle, Vicky probably was healthier back home where it was versus Spain. But like for me, like, I think the like ocean water and like the fresh air I was getting, and I was personally eating better. Like the food quality, I think in Barcelona was significantly better than my food quality in Canada, right? Because like a lot of my shit, like it's always like imported. And whereas in Spain, like they grow a lot of their own food, like in the country. So it was definitely like the quality of food also was better. And it's so funny actually that I'm thinking about it now because when I came back from Barcelona, I would like make the same dishes that I would make back in, in, in Barcelona, but I would make them at home and it wouldn't taste the same. Like, I was so excited to show my parents, like, oh, look, I can cook, ha, ha, ha. And I'd make it, and I'd try and be like, this is disgusting. Like, this is not what it tasted like when I made it in Spain. Mm -hmm. The flavor is different. It's so different. It's so, so different. Um, but I think it's because, Vicky, like, your lifestyle probably was healthier in Zim than it was in Spain. Yeah, maybe that was another thing, but... But it's so interesting that they do house calls. I mean, I think that's good because we don't do house calls here. Like, if you do, like, I don't even know if that's a service. Like, I don't know. It is a service here in Zim. It's just, like, maybe $50 for someone to come, 50 US dollars for someone to come to your house, depending on where you stay. But I think in most countries how it is, it's, like, if you have money, you have enough money to, like, check your health and stuff like that. But what is everyone else doing that can't actually call a doctor to come? You have to go to the hospital and wait in the queue. And also healthcare is different. For sure. So my brother has private healthcare here in Canada. And we have public healthcare, like, in, in general. Like, everyone has public healthcare. We pay for it through taxes. And I think it's fine. Like, I, I, I don't mind our public healthcare system at all. I don't personally wait too long. But my brother, because we learned there's this place called MedCan in Toronto and you just pay like a yearly membership fee. And it's so crazy, dude, because like he gets priority for everything, like for surgeries, because he's got quite a few surgeries coming up. They make a call and like he's in the queue before other people to like get a surgery. Mm -hmm. And like if he had if there's something wrong with him, like his doctor will FaceTime him like right away. And I'm like, dude, this is like kind of sick. And like so we kind of like my dad and brother personally love the private health care but i personally don't need it so i wouldn't pay extra for it so i don't yes money definitely is power but then at the same time like louisa does it even make sense that for you to be treated well because you're sick like you have to now pay extra money like no yeah and then there's people dying that that will be treated Secondly, and then you, you're not dying. Exactly. You get treated before them just because you paid more. I think what's really important, you're absolutely right, is the people who don't, like, if you have a public health care system, everyone should be treated as a priority. Like, it, like that's the thing. You paid for, like, the service. Don't exactly. make their service less because there's people who can pay more. It's therefore deserving of more, right? Like, everyone should be getting a quality health care. Um, it's just not ethical. It's not human, you know what I mean? So... I agree. No, I totally agree. Um, so actually, one thing I want to bring up is Montserrat. Hey, it's Montserrat. Sorry, guys. Montserrat. Yes, Montserrat. So this is so basically our trip to Montserrat happened because um, I went to this local church. Um, it turns out Vicky actually also went to this church. We just went to different service times. So we didn't realize till like, I don't know, like a few weeks later. Um and my um, my connect group that I was a part of was organizing a trip to Montserrat. And so I was like to Vicky and Luis, I'm like, hey, like, you know, like a bunch of us are going to Montserrat. Like you guys should come with like it'll be so fun. And um, 
it's like 45 minutes outside of Barcelona. So like you take a train there and it's like the most beautiful place. Like the mountains are crazy. You have to take like a, a telefuncular up the to go all the way up to like where the top is. Uh, not even the top. I guess like where like the main uh, center is. Where you can start walking from. Yeah, in the center. And there was like a basilica there too and stuff. And so like all of us like from the church group, we like went on a hike there. And dude, I feel like to get to the top, we were hiking for like three hours. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry. No, we were hiking for a while. I was just like actually trying to get more ideas about Montserrat. No, that was that was actually a good day. It's not like it was planned. I wouldn't say we planned it for long. When you say we just hopped on board and then like we made something to eat later. So it was like kind of like a day trip. It was very nice just wearing gym outfit or whatever it is. And exercise day, yo, dude, I think it's because we wanted to see the top so bad. That's why we just kept going. But that was a heavy climb. Oh, it was. That's like the biggest hike I've ever done in my life. Like we literally were hiking up for three hours. And I think to get back down was like two hours. Ashley, Ashley, wait. And remember when Vicky got lost and me and you were freaking out? <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I'm so glad. Like, I'd rather get lost in the daytime anytime than in the night. I was just like, I better see someone before it's dark. Like... <laughs> That was we were crazy. like trying to like yeah like call you and it was raining it started raining and we're like oh no no it started raining towards the end by the time it started like drizzling I had actually found like I knew where I was it wasn't like lost in the rain <laughs> don't make it worse. and we were freaking out because we were like wait where is she like we need to go home with her like and then we mm-hmm. I think we found you by when we got to the train right yeah in the train we found her exactly 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 yeah but you guys were about to leave but I'm, i know you guys were waiting for a while um but in general i think i wouldn't say like we knew knew each other like everything about each other but we appreciated each other and had a good time we actually looked out for each other the most which was crazy but yeah like what you guys are saying like oh i was lost this time oh i was sick this time i know the times we you guys needed help but that shows you like that we tried we tried no i think that was like we were like each other's like support system like we needed that especially when you're like abroad and like i genuinely liked spending time with you guys like you spend time with people whose presence you enjoy because like you know like we by choice wanted to hang out even though we live together like by choice we wanted to hang out so like i like appreciated that and i liked the like sisterhood essentially of like living in spain with you guys because like it was fun and like like i said you guys made my time so much better and like i hope it's like the same for you guys mm-hmm. yeah same same yeah. same same feeling yeah anyway so Montserrat was a really fun trip we went really high up got good pics dude i want to like you know one thing one last thing i want to also touch on like back to like well, i don't know if this is the last thing but guys remember that one like albanian roommate we had what was who, her like, name america's was, friend no yeah america's friend her name was aurelia ah yeah aurelia true yeah you guys remember her okay so the reason i'm bringing this up is because i remember how like crazy this was you me and vicky we were at suton i believe one night and um, I remember, like, my also my, my brought my like exchange friends were there, and 
she you know how we had like a schedule of who cleans dishes what nights whatever okay she messaged in the chat saying like hey guy or took a photo or some shit saying she cleaned the dishes like the pots are in the sink and we're like aurelia it's like your turn to clean the dishes like you have to clean all of them not just like we clean all of them on our nights yeah i think i remember and then she was like, oh, I refuse to clean the pots. Like, I am not a peasant. And because she would always because she would always put the dishes in the dishwasher. Like, she would never wash them by hand. It's crazy. It, yeah. And she would do that. And so she was like, oh, I'm not a peasant. I don't clean the, the pots. Like, if they don't fit in the dishwasher, I refuse to use my hands. And I was thinking, like, what? I thought that was so wild. Dude, like, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Like, I like my issue with that was like, I clean the pots like on my night that I'm supposed to clean the dishes. Like, you're just not going to do like all the work. Exactly. Plus, we, we clean for her too. So what the fuck? Totally. And I think what also bothered me was that she was saying I'm not a peasant. But yeah, so we had there were some interesting times with uh, with us going out. Hey, I remember the one time Vicky was like super drunk and got kicked out and all of a sudden was like on the street walking around with no shoes. Oh my goodness. No, the thing is that they said that you can't walk inside the club with no shoes. And Which is like Those place. shoes were very painful and I was actually not having it. Like I was quite tipsy. And now to walk with those perfect, perfect high heels, I was like, no, I need to relax. And then they were like, okay, if you don't have your shoes, you have to go. And I was like, fine, we're going. Because I couldn't take the shoes anymore. Otherwise, I would have, like, literally been walking, like... I told you before that night, too. I remember telling you, like, those are going to be painful. <laughs> Beauty is pain. I know. They were nice shoes, though. I will admit that. They were some nice-ass shoes. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, I think I'm probably going to close off this session. Um, you know, I'm so happy we got, like, the chance to catch up on some things. Um, and I know there are, like, other things that we haven't even touched on. But, like, I feel like people have, like, been curious about, like, what my time on exchange has been like. Because whenever someone asks me, I never really go into it. I'm like, oh, it was good. Like, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Because, like, what can you really say, right? Like, you're going to explain every situation that you had? Like, no. Now I can be like, go listen to this episode. If anyone ever asks, I'll be like, okay, listen to this link. And then I'll, I'll send it. Just listen to this and just explain it. Dude, oh, oh, one more thing I wanted to, like, mention to people is, like, if you were considering going on exchange and, like, Vicky and Luisa, maybe your experience is different because you guys, like, went to school full time. But, like, school in Barcelona is so much easier than Canada. Like, so. Yeah. Dude, dude like, it's crazy. And I thought, like, I thought it was just me. But, like, I also heard from, like, other friends who've, like, done exchange in, like, Europe. And it's – they all agree. They're, like, it's so much easier. Like, one, it could be because we're exchange students. So maybe our courses in general, like, are not as, like, hard as, like, people who are, like, in the cl in the classroom full time. But, like, I thought it was so easy. Like, they gave me a syllabus. And the syllabus had, like, no deadlines. And I remember, like, on the first day, I asked one of my teachers. Okay, my, my school's not that – no, my school's not that flexible eh? no learning in barcelona to be honest that was it's casual learning it's not strict i don't want to lie to you like it's also a touristic area it now depends on you you are the student and you have to push like do i want this or i don't want this or i want to go to the beach <laughs> you know so like you make decisions because I remember I got the syllabus. It had no deadlines. I asked my teacher. I was like, hey, like, sorry, when is this due? And then she asked me, she's like, when do you want it to be due? I'm like, are you serious? Yeah? 
Oh, um, that literally teaches people to procrastinate. Like, okay, just procrastinate. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because I'm like, I'm just gonna tell you like the latest possible deadline if you're gonna give me the option. Dude, I had this prof for my marketing class. So class started at seven, like on the schedule. He would not come to class until seven thirty. He would not. What? So uh, no, no one would ever show up until seven thirty because he wasn't there. So pure, he, like he was like a real Spanish man. Like he's from like somewhere else in Spain, never on time. Like and it was just so jokes. I loved him. He was awesome. Uh, but it's just so funny because the assumed time of class was seven thirty, not seven. But um, so basically, um, if anyone has any more questions about exchange or like abroad, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I kind of wanted to share my experience with you just to know like how fun it was, but also just like understand the type of people you could meet. Like you could meet people like these two amazing girls. Um, and yeah, I feel like I'm going to close off now. I know I said this already multiple times, but I think for real now, um, I loved our time together, guys. Like, I appreciate you. I'm so happy you guys took the time out of your afternoon to record with me. And um, yeah, I'm happy I started the day on a high note because I still have a half hour till I start work. It is the morning. And um, I don't know. Is there any closing remarks you guys have before uh, we uh, stop recording? <laughs> Thank you, Ashley, for, for inviting us. Such an such a honor. I'm happy now. It made yeah. my day. Now I, you know, I feel happy. Oh, I hope you mean it. <laughs> no, like it's definitely new. And we also talked about, besides Barcelona, we talked about different topics that it was a discussion. It was cool. So yeah, thanks. No problem. Yeah. And guys, um, so guys, where can they, can people find you if they want to follow you? On Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Louisa, what's your Instagram? Tell them. Louisa. Louisa Pais. And then Vicky. Rich. Um, and everyone else knows where to find me. You can look at the Instagram handle busy.makingotherplans or my personal at ashley.tabata or at ashleytabataba e. Wow, I forgot mine for a second too. Um, and everyone, just thanks for listening. And uh, if you have any more questions about studying abroad, hit me up. And tune in for another episode next Tuesday of Busy Making Other Plans. Scandal.